Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious. <coughs> I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days, so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. If you love the controversies explored in con artists, you'll definitely want to check out the new Spotify original podcast, Son of a Hitman. Although it's not a podcast production, Son of a Hitman features all the twists and turns you love in a true crime series. Son of a Hitman follows a present-day investigation into the murders, crimes, and conspiracies involving Charles V. Harrelson, the father of Jordan, Brett, and famous actor Woody Harrelson, with details never shared in the media before. Hosted by journalist Jason Kavanagh, the investigation uncovers many allegations against Harrelson, that he was a con man, tied to organized crime, and even theories that he was involved in the assassination of JFK. But exposing the truth puts Jason in present-day danger. You're about to hear a clip from the first episode of Son of a Hitman, where you'll meet Brett Harrelson, one of Charles's sons, and hear what he really thinks about his father. If you like what you hear, search for Son of a Hitman and listen to the rest for free only on Spotify. It's the morning of May 28, 1979, San Antonio, Texas. Federal Judge John Wood leaves his condo to head to court. His nickname was Maximum John. He gets off on giving everybody the maximum sentence, even if it's for some silly shit. I mean, I've gone in front of some judges that are tough and somewhat on the mean side, but he was just in another planet. Judge Wood reaches the parking lot at 8.30 a.m., only to see that his wife's car has a flat. If the marshals had been with him, they certainly wouldn't have been able to get to him the way they did. He leans down to check the tire. When 100 yards away, a shot rings out. U.S. District Judge John Wood lay on the driveway beside his car. He had just been shot dead, a single bullet in the back. This became the largest FBI investigation, the largest manhunt in its history. No one had ever dispensed of a federal judge. At the time of his death, Wood was scheduled to preside at the criminal enterprise trial of Jimmy Chagra. Jimmy was responsible for supplying the United States with about 85% of the marijuana that was smoked between the 70s and 80s. Two years and $12 million later, 
the FBI thought they'd found their killer, hitman Charles V. Harrelson. This is his story. Harrelson would kill anybody for $500. But now I'm telling you, Charlie got along with everybody. Everybody seemed to like Charlie. Charles was a serial killer. And he was, he was a card shark. He was a scary guy. I mean, he was a scary guy, for real. Son of a Hitman, Chapter 1. All He Has Done. Uh, probably over there. Hey, Brad. Hey, Brad. Nice to see hey, you. Man. Hey, guys. Nice to see you all. Ready to get into this? Yeah. All right, cool. <clears throat> what do you know about what we're doing so far? Well, I understand um, we're going to investigate probability of my father being involved in a couple different assassinations. I'm at Cafe Gratitude in Venice, California, where I'm meeting Brett Harrelson for the first time. He's a blonde, wiry guy in his late 50s with piercing blue eyes. And from the photos I've seen, he looks a lot like his father, Charles Harrelson. You know, he was intimidatingly intelligent. It's hard to say where he went wrong, because he sure, in the time I was around him, seemed to be super suave, cool, and handle himself well. Do I think he killed people while he was here on the planet? I for sure do. How many it might be, I can only imagine. My name's Jason Cavanaugh. I'm a journalist and documentary producer. And let me clarify right off the bat, my father isn't a hitman. I first came across this story when a friend of mine introduced me to Brett Harrelson, an actual son of a hitman, a few months back. At the time, I had never heard of Brett's father, Charles, but I had heard of Brett's older brother, who gave this interview to Barbara Walters in the late 90s. When you were seven years old, your father went off to prison, convicted of murder. Tell me what the story is today. Well, he is in prison right now for uh, the killing of a federal judge. Um, I think that it was not a fair trial. That's Woody Harrelson, the young bartender on Cheers. Uh, I think Gary's probably playing with us, like a rat with a mouse. That's a cat with a mouse, wait who made the rare crossover to A-list film actor, starring in movies like Zombieland. Time to nut up or shut up. The Hunger Games. You really want to know how to stay alive? And No Country for Old Men. Do you have any idea how crazy you are? You mean the nature of this conversation? I mean the nature of you. Woody's had a wildly successful career but I'd never heard him speak about his past. This interview only got stranger from there. I'm not saying my father's a saint, but I think he's innocent of that. 
You said once that you thought that your father was a CIA operative. Yeah, he was. How do you know? What proof? Ah, uh, I shouldn't get into this right now. Okay. This is where we're going to get into trouble. Uh -huh. I was immediately intrigued and began reading everything I could find about Charles Harrelson and the cases against him. Could he have really been an assassin? Was he in the CIA? What I found, he went to trial for three murders, culminating in his conviction for the assassination of federal judge John Wood in 1979. At the time, it was called the crime of the century. This judge was killed and I don't specifically know who killed him, but I believe I know who's responsible for his death. I believe that corrupt members of an agency of the federal government killed the judge. The I DEA? The DEA. Charles maintained his innocence until the day that he died in Supermax Federal Prison at the age of 69. Have you ever killed anybody? Have I ever killed anybody? Not to my knowledge, not to my direct knowledge. I must have been in a coma or certainly on another dimension because I didn't do it. I don't recall having done it. In my own dimension, I could see that some things might not be adding up in the cases against Charles Harrelson. I decided to try to figure out who the hell was this guy? That's what brings me back to Venice, California, where I'm meeting with Charles's youngest son, Brett Harrelson. A freshman in high school, I was expelled for getting caught smoking marijuana, so I would have to repeat my freshman year. Mom didn't want that to happen, so she asked my dad if I could go live with him. Charles and his wife, Diane, divorced in 1964, after just five years of marriage. And he left his sons, Jordan, Woody, and Brett, when the eldest was just four years old. By 1969, Charles got locked up in prison, and he wouldn't be a free man again, until 1978. Outside of the occasional prison visit, the Harrelson boys grew up without a dad. When Charles finally did get out, 16-year-old Brett was sent to live with him. So you lived with your dad for how long? I would say it was probably four or five months, which was the time that the assassination happened. And that's the Judge Wood assassination? Correct. Did you see anything that you thought was suspicious at that point in time? Well, I was pretty blown away once when I did walk home and I came into the apartment after school. I guess he had been out at night, probably, I assume, gambling. And I didn't know that he was in the house. And so his door was closed, but I just walked in to get some marijuana that was always in this tray underneath his bed. and. There was a um, briefcase that was open on his dresser that was just full with stacks of bundles of cash, a lot. And he woke up as I walk in his room and all that happened within seconds and he yelled at me. He's just like, don't ever come in here without knocking. I was like, wow. I'd never even seen a $100 bill until I lived with him. And that's what he handed me for my allowance. He always had cash. He always had hundreds. And that was normal for him, so. Brett lived with his dad just a couple months before the judge was assassinated. And I can't help but wonder if that suitcase full of cash was more than just gambling money. 
do you remember seeing like guns? Uh, he always had a gun. I've never seen him without a gun. What did you think your dad did at that point? Well, at that point, you know, we were just told that he was a dental technician and he had the appropriate cards to prove that. You know, I just think he was a gambler and he organized high stakes poker games. If you sat down to play cards with him, it's not a matter of whether you're going to lose, it's just how much time it's going to take. Is there disagreement within your family as to whether your dad was guilty or innocent? Have you had discussions about that? Never. My mother and Woody, I can just tell their opinion is they don't want to talk about it because it's a personal, private matter. How about Jordan? Jordan, I mean, he, I'm, he, didn't, he wouldn't mind talking about it. He wouldn't care. What about you? Um... I feel that I would love to expose just the magnitude of how corrupt this trial was and how my father didn't receive a fair trial and to say how badly he got f***ed over. You know, the guy's no saint, but what he went to prison for life for, you know, I don't know that he did that or not. I have mixed feelings and I have a lot of unanswered questions. To me, He's just, he's, he's, I see a lot of myself in him. <laughs> I know this sounds terrible, and I thought I'd love to be <laughs> as cool as this guy when I get older. Like, I, I looked up to him, you know. I wish I, I could know all he has done. Brett seems to think his father did time for a crime he didn't commit. And it sounds like the Harrelson family is torn over Charles's guilt or innocence. With Brett's blessing, I want to see if there's any truth to the idea that Charles Harrelson got a raw deal. To get an inside look at the government's case against Charles Harrelson for the assassination of federal judge John Wood, I've tracked down the chief prosecutor from that trial. That was just a preview of the Spotify original podcast, Son of a Hitman. To hear the rest, you can listen for free only on Spotify. There's a link in the episode notes that will take you there. To finish the episode and hear more, follow the Spotify original podcast, Son of a Hitman, free and only on Spotify.